You're listening to DraftKings Network. Ben Chiskolnik said, I heard of this thing where if you put a B in front of any word, say whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> it's the Cooligans, stupid. I, I, I'm a deliberate swearer. Like, I, when I, when you I choose to swear. You could have made something like swearing more nerdier. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, when I choose to uh, say a swear word, a cuss, if you know, uh, it is because I am trying to emphasize the point I'm trying to make. I don't just throw. It's not a filler word for me. So uh, if, I don't know if the mic picked you up from the high horse you were just on. Uh, but <laughs> sure. good for you, mm-hmm. uh, Christian. High and mighty. I'm just saying. Polanco. I didn't. I didn't. Cur- I, also, shouts to countless studies that have shown swearing is a sign of intelligence. Apparently, literally, not what, what, based on I don't even know what. Just. That's it. Just swearing. Countless studies. Swearing is a sign of intelligence yes. based on no metric that you can explain right now. Look at the study. <laughs> Why am I going to do it? Why am I going to explain it to you? What did you take from this study Look that resonated at, with you? you read, read the you, bucking study, my you guy. You read the headline and you were like, you know what? I read the study. Actually, after the third time I read the headline, <laughs> I read the article. Now, anyway. did I read the white paper? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> but did I read the article? Okay. You're damn right. Sure. Um, You're bam right. I don't know if damn. Is damn good <laughs> enough for you? All high and mighty YouTube. Uh, Crimson Pizza said, this is where the lack of diversity in tech works to our advantage. We got to start using uh, the deep cut Spanish curse words. That's right. Yeah, we got to use like Spanglish curse words or like non-traditional. What is a traditional Spanish curse word? It's probably like uno. I don't want to say the C now because I don't know if no, that's, that we don't make money in Latin America. Not, <laughs> I don't even think that's, that's, a, that's, that's a, not a swear. A swear? You wouldn't say that. Nobody's going to be insulted if you, you don't call somebody that. I think it's a bad word. A it's bad a, word is a swear word. I, I mean, I don't know. Bad words and swear words, I think a little bit different. So how do you use bad words? <laughs> <laughs> Tell us the intent behind your, your bad word usage. Uh, I mean, a bad word. Do you word, give yourself a quota? <laughs> Like uh, the word shit is a hey. hey the word shit is a stop it <laughs> is a bad word but not necessarily a swear word right that's to me that's like hey if I if a kid says it I'm like look you're not you shouldn't yeah, say I mean, it just but like, can you say it in church <laughs> listen there's a lot of words you can't say in church unfortunately and they've gotten in trouble for it okay is. The manner is hit a bad word. Okay, <laughs> a swear word. How long are we gonna do this for? All right, um, all right, everybody, welcome to the Cooligans. It's the Cooligans, buddy. My name is Christian Polanco. Hey, I'm Alexis Guerrero. Okay, we're we're good church boys who do not yeah. say bad words ever. Okay, uh, it can be used as a noun to refer to fecal matter, or as a <laughs> verb to defecate, or in the plural version. The blanks. <laughs> uh, it still refers to ancient meaning of diarrhea, which I did not know that. Um, and it is listed as both vulgar and profane. Right. Which is considered a swear word. Okay. Which is you, to you. I, mean, I, I think it gets a little subjective. Depending on where you are, what part of the country. I think there is no subjectivity. It's do you take away our little bit of money we earn every month on this damn <laughs> <laughs> website? Yes or no? If so, 
Hey, that's a find swear another word. way, bro. That's huh? it. The economy is telling you you got to clean your mouth up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, figure- no, it's got to clean my mouth up. <laughs> so figure it out. Okay. Yeah. Shouts everybody hanging out with us. Uh, Spanish swears. Okay, says Pelo Nelson, ready to go. Hey, Kevin Foy's in the chat. Hey, Kevin, we I don't know if you saw last week we opened uh, the. We didn't open. Christian my, opened his trophy award, and has feet. forced it dead center <laughs> on this table during this a trophy he won in 2015 by beating his friends. 2017, 2017 at a video game. I would hate to disrespect the 2015 champion. Crimson uh, Pizza says, as a non-Argentinian is boludo. Uh, and you have to say it in that accent, a swear word. I believe it is. I think it just means like dummy. Or at least that's how it's Right, used. right. But, it, it, but it, sometimes words are just so uh, relentlessly used that they, they, the, the, the badness of it is sort of removed. Boludo feels like one of those. But again... Still, the context is important. Are you calling your 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 the grandma boludo? The context isn't important. <laughs> Some groups allow it, but it's still a swear word. You know what I mean? Um, you know, one word I would love to just take out of here's a word that you should demonetize people for using: cussing. Why are we using that? It's a southern. It's like yeah. the way they say cursing. They say cussing. Yeah, yeah. it's like a, it's I hate it. Oh, you, oh, I, I you like hate cursing, it, but you hate it. I like swearing. <laughs> Why are we got? I, I, we got to ban it. We got to remove. <laughs> Cussing? It makes no sense. Hey, Southerners. Hey, look, Pronounce if, the R, guys. If you see it in there. If you're from the South, send Alexis a tweet about why his, his damn, his this yank, this uppity yeah, yank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But do it in y'all accents. <laughs> I want you to spell it out the way you say it so that I can't read it. Chris, it pizza like way in Mexico. Yeah, Mexico. Does that just mean uh, like a, a male bull or balls? Oh, I, I don't know. I don't know. I think that's what. I think that's. What anyway, we're okay. <laughs> so this is not how you know. Clearly, we this this show is not scripted. We didn't plan on. Oh no, about no, it. this was on the docket to talk <laughs> about for the first fifteen minutes. Welcome. This is what happens when you take away our producer. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, a lot to go over. Um, obviously, this is Prem Show. Uh, if there's anything in the chat that you think we should talk about, uh, when it comes to European footy. Uh, please put it in the chat. Um, is, uh, we got to go through some FA Cup stuff, a, a lot and, of transfers. And let us know in the chat what words you would love to get rid of. <laughs> so far, I've said cussing. Well, Stupid. over time, every word is going to be gone. Like, you know, languages change. And when the machines fluid. take over, it's just going to be. <laughs> you better learn your ones and zeros, When them Boston Dynamic robot dogs come <laughs> looking for you, bro. Because you typed a swear word? Ah, wait up. Okay. All your dating apps, you're going to be walking up to a little doggy robot. All right. right. That's who you're going to be meeting. With the blicky pointed at you. You, be- you better fall in love. Because <laughs> you said some wild <laughs> stuff on the old interweb, bro. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the, the manner run the uh, the matter run said YouTube said remove your cussies yeah right? and also uh, Paul Kelly said walking taco is a swear word at any Latino <laughs> barbecue bro I dare you say walking taco in LA the way you would get mashed up upside the head bro um, okay uh, where should we begin with maybe with the news I think we saw today I mean just a few uh, hours ago uh, Joao Cancelo of Manchester City will be getting loaned to uh, Bayern Munich. To Bayern Munich. Bro, Bayern Munich's backline is looking real wavy right now. Mm-hmm. I'll start with that. Also, Joao Cancelo uh, and, and Alfonso Davies 
hanging out in a wraith. I don't know if any of them have a wraith, but it feels like one of them would. You know what I mean? You think uh, Jacques Ansel is going to get on one of Alfonso Davies' tracks? Yeah. Uh, but, you know, throw some bars? He said, bro, you need you need bars? I got bars. Backline bars, bro. Yo, he shows <laughs> up with full, candy bars, bro. Full, bu- full back bar. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jacques Ansel can play on the left and the right, so that's... Mm. Um, so he is... Ambidextrous. Okay, he's versatile. Okay. Um, and uh, so I, I think the initial concern was like, yo, is he taking Alfonso Davies' spot? Nobody's taking Alfonso Ain't nobody Davies. taking Alfonso <laughs> Davies' spot, You got to go to right. They're going to put you in a different, but you're going to play infield. Yo, you might be coached, my G. Because <laughs> you ain't bumping that dude off. No, you might be spotting Alfonso <laughs> Davies at the gym. Um, but no, I mean, look, Bayern is already one of the strongest teams uh, in the world and definitely in Bundesliga. Even... I feel like Bayern, they they give other Bundesliga teams hope throughout the season. They, they, how? They, how? They, how? They stumble <laughs> throughout the year. They like stumble in a game or two, and, be, and then like Dortmund and or Leipzig, they're like, "Hi, okay." Oh, you mean they tease them? Yo, a little oh, bit. we can. They're not gonna. They're right. not gonna win for the forty fifth time in a row. Yeah, and then and then they and then the, and then you see the the difference in um in depth and quality is just that Bayern can have a bad game and still win. And yeah. under Bundesliga, other Bundesliga teams just cannot do that. Y'all should have no hope, bro. You ain't getting João Cancelo on a loan. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so the fact that, uh, you know, they have uh, City and Bayern have done business before. Leroy Sané is currently there. He yeah. went, uh, what, two years ago? And also that was Pep's old team. Right, right. So Pep called them and said, yo, I need you to get rid of this player I can't use. Mm. And they said, who, Nathan Ake? <laughs> who? <laughs> Who you got in a bench? <laughs> and he said, how about Jao Cancel? And, and, you know, they did that thing with, like, your phone. <laughs> I mean, let's, let's put he was some... Like, he was like, I'm sorry, who? <laughs> let's put some respect on Nathan Ake's name for knocking out Arsenal out of FA That's Cup, why bro. I brought him up, Christian. <laughs> so, also, we didn't want it. We want the league, bro. We won that joint 14 times. We're trying to let someone else eat a little bit. Someone just mentioned, uh, Joe Whitlock just mentioned here uh, in the YouTube chat, said, just got here did you see anthony robinson rumored to go to man city yeah we yeah did we're see gonna that. talk about that yeah um look i don't know uh we'll, we'll talk about it in a bit more detail it doesn't seem like a great move in my opinion especially if you know as a usmnt fan um to go play in a place with tons of competition as opposed to where he's starting and fulham is playing very very well right now um the uh so this uh, move overall. So the the reason we're talking about this is, I mean, transfers are lovely and all, but they it's the drama behind it because apparently Draw Cantello got into uh, some uh, you know training ground beef, a uh, little bit of a scrap. I don't know if it was. I don't know if it got physical. I don't know if it was. We've just heard, words. We've heard two names. One of them is being more widely reported. So I'm going to go with Pep Guardiola. Uh huh. But apparently. It was a slight issue. I was going to say a swear word. Now I can't. Okay. <laughs> Gonzalo cussed in Pep's direction. Oh, my God. And actually, he just said the word cuss. And Pep was like, <laughs> get it out of your vernacular. And Jao Cancel was like, don't use these big words on me, bro. I just got here. We're sending you to Germany. <laughs> I'm from Portugal, bro. He goes, oh, you can't understand English? Watch what you do with German. Um, yeah, apparently him and Pep got into it. And apparently it needed to be physically separated. Hey, this is all which is like yo, you go too far. Like you could tell your boss, like, yo, I disagree. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? 
but you can't walk up to them and just start roughing them up. You can't. You can't be like, "Yo, square up, Pep. Let's go." Yeah, yeah. All right. Let's <laughs> Yo, we need to go outside and shoot the real one. And he was like, "We are outside." He goes, "All right, well then, bet no." He's like, "No, no, 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 no." I was just, I was correcting what you said in the beginning. Wow, I didn't know you were from the Bronx, bro. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> this changes everything. <laughs> um, yeah. So look, when it, this seems to be, uh, I don't know if it's a so. Uh, so the reason uh, it was reported that he was upset with Pep was because he didn't start in the game against Arsenal. Um, right. Uh, Manchester City have been having, have been starting um, Rico? Nico? What's his name? I forgot his name. Rico? Akanji? No, no, no. Akanji is center back. The yeah. fullback that was playing draws position. The, 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 he's like the academy oh, kid. Oh, the kid. The young guy. Rico or Nico? I forgot yeah. his name. Um, Yo, free YSL. You just heard <laughs> so <laughs> he is um, the. So he's been he's been playing the last few games. Draw was apparently not happy that he wasn't getting the start, um, and you know this it led to this. I mean, this is uh, according to like I I just want to make sure that we are giving the same energy. If this is correct, if this mm-hmm. is accurate, we're giving the same ed- energy to Jock Cancelo as we gave to Gio Reyna for being upset for not playing. And and all the stuff. It seems Bro, Zhao's parents just don't care enough. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this where, is the real where issue. are the cancelos when Yo, we need them? <laughs> the cancelos need to be texting Ernie Stewart right now, bro. <laughs> so if if this is true, uh pretty you know, childish behavior in my opinion. So if it does get into a point where it's actually physical or just uh you know cuss words yeah based on not not playing so the, oh you know i'm not i also don't know i mean if you're gonna go with the whole not until it happens it's not real who who started it yo you think pep is like bro in front of my players you gonna test me <laughs> just, is that well who started well that pep is not starting it if that's the case right no you can walk up to your coach and be like yo man i wish i was playing more yo like yo why didn't you start me in the other game and be like we'll right. talk about it later not like, all right, let's go. You know what I mean? <laughs> you can't just throw them nukes up, you know what I mean? Because someone has a little thing to say. So uh, the reason I said, yo, what's going on over at, at Manchester City is, I right, Holland comes in, great deal, right? And we'll talk about Anthony Robinson in a second, but Holland comes in, absolutely incredible. Bro, they had to change practically everything for this guy, and you'd have to say it's not working out, right? The guy's got 25 goals already, in all competitions, I I think so. Something along those it lines. Might even be. I mean, I mean, I know it's uh what twenty or twenty one in the Premier League, which is already insane. But twenty twenty five goals and three assists. In uh, so they they were talking about this in the Premier League in the in the last game. That's just the Premier League. Yeah, he's he's twenty five goals just in the Premier League. He has 25 goals in the Premier League? In the Premier League. Yeah, yeah, that's very good. He has one goal in EFL Cup, five goals in Champions League, zero in the Community Ship. Why is that even listed? <laughs> uh, you know what? Cuss you I mean, it was an embarrassing uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, attempt. Um, whatchamacallit? Uh, and only three yellow cards in all competitions. You just, because he's so big, you'd assume he'd be so running more. They were but, th- but hold on. 25 goals for a player midway through the season. Record-breaking pace. Mm-hmm. Insane pace. You'd have to say to yourself that it can't be his fault. But when you change everything for one player, and we saw this with Manchester United, right? When you change everything for one player, even though they're getting you goals, it causes issues everywhere else. And I think that's what's happening to Manchester City. So is this Pep's fault for being too ambitious? Or has Pep lost the changing room, a.k.a. the locker room, and now players 
Because remember when Leroy, Leroy Sani, Leroy Sani left, he was like, bro, Pepe and all that. You know what I mean? But it was like, oh, that's because he's got a bad attitude about not getting a right, chance right, to play. Right. Now, João Cancelo's leaving. And you're like, wait a minute. Maybe there was more to it than just Leroy Sani being like, nah, he's a bum. And you're like, yeah, it's just because you wasn't playing. I mean, you you asked a lot of different questions. And I'll, I'll as far as Pep's um, maybe philosophy... <laughs> Real quick, the man who runs says, uh, Zhao said, Bet Bardiola. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. <laughs> you know, Pep can't take any of that. That's it. He's like, Bro, Yo. Pep said, Square up. <laughs> <laughs> you, bro, you went too far. <laughs> Pep said, bro, you, know, you, saw, you didn't see the smoke Zhao got? And now you want to come try me? I think the, um, as far as Pep's philosophy and maybe where the mistakes were made is, uh, maybe in thinking he could, you know, that Manchester City players can can just in, are so interchangeable in his system. Well, that he does have a system where it kind of allows that, right? But when you, I mean, you get rid of Gabriel Jesus, you get rid of Zinchenko. You Two set, players he barely wanted to use anyway. But uh, maybe it had an effect on the team in some way. I don't know. Um, but the fact Raheem that Raheem Sterling, Raheem Sterling, the fact that you get rid of these players, uh-huh. um, and, and, you know, send them to obviously rival clubs in, in the Premier League and those uh, not Chelsea, but Arsenal and Arsenal are thriving, um, says a little bit, maybe a little bit about his ego and thinking like, all right, we can get by without these guys. But the, they were talking about it on the broadcast. You think um, he's sitting back with a cigar being like, I'll turn anyone into a star. They're not the star. A little bit. I'm the star maker. <laughs> maybe you, is a, that what you feel? Maybe right there's now? a little bit of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe he's not as arrogant as like a, <laughs> a you know a 1950s Motown <laughs> <laughs> producer yeah, yeah. guy. Put my name on your song, kid. <laughs> I'm the writer. <laughs> but I do think um the 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 introduction of of Erling Haaland uh, and like I said they were mentioning this on the broadcast like he has so many goals but when you look at the goal uh, output and the goal distribution last year uh, a lot of players had seven eight goals right. at the end of the season and now they're all going right to to Erling Haaland right. because you, you especially in the beginning of the season when Kevin De Bruyne is sending him 35 yard crosses and he's getting on the end of these with, with like a, you know, a scissor kick above the goalpost. Right. It's like, Oh, we could do that. Let's just try more of that. Well, that's easier dude- than all this. Thank you. Talk <laughs> we was done. This. Like, how about toss oh, it to the giant Norwegian? Yeah, yeah. I got man. one. It's called Mandalo. <laughs> <laughs> bro, send it to the Viking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are we trying for, bro? Send my man in. So, and, and that's where, look, Clearly, Manchester City are very good, and clearly, Erling Haaland is going to have a game where it's frustrated games where he's not going to score at all, and then this game he's going to get five six on you, right? Um, and and but that is it. But that it's to the detriment of the team, right? Right. But and they, so is that Pep's fault? And if, because of this, has Pep lost everyone else? Is Pep now playing favorites? I, I think you based on Pep's comments, especially about Arsenal, where he was saying like Arsenal gonna win and blah blah blah. It's but he always does that. It, he doesn't always do that. No, nah, he did that with Liverpool when they were going neck and neck, and he still ended up winning. It's it's part of his mind games. The way <laughs> Mourinho will go, that guy sucks. <laughs> Pep goes, no, he's he's too great. What are you talking about? Right. I think they'll win. That's his way of getting in other people's heads, especially before playing uh arsenal in a relatively big match right right i i think the um uh i forgot what point i was gonna make the, oh um 
whatever. Like, I, I don't think he is necessarily too um, kind of arrogant in his uh, uh, approach. But I do think the the priority, at least publicly, that he's putting out, it seems to be cha- Champions League. Champions League is the is the thing that has eluded Manchester City, and having Erling Haaland in in a Champions League final is, I think, you have a better chance to win that game than you know in the, in the years past when they've tried to win the way they've you know try to uh, win a Champions League final the way they've normally played. It hasn't worked. They constantly uh, lose, and there's a constant heartbreak. Manchester City fans get very very frustrated. So. This is this seems to be the priority is to win Champions League and they think Erling Haaland can do that and if it if it comes with you know not coming in second in in the Premier League I think they take that. Do you think if push came to shove that the board would rather keep Pep Guardiola or Erling Haaland? It, you be, and I know this is a completely hypothetical scenario. Um who's ranked higher in the eyes of the of the ownership? I mean I guess um, at this point in time, I would guess I would say Pep, right? Because I'd say Erling Holland, but but that's like you clearly see the body of work and trophies that that Pep sure. has brought you. Okay, but can and another he's done it everywhere? If <laughs> if Holland wasn't there and it was still Jesus and Zinchenko and Raheem Sterling and that sort of tiki taka completely mm-hmm. style, you would you could sit here and say there's no other manager that could manage this club to this level, right? Sure. With Erling Haaland there, you don't really have that same system. Could you find? Can you find another Erling Haaland? No. Can you find another manager to win with a player like Erling Haaland? Yeah, the guy's the guy's seven foot nine. Yeah, you know, faster than a speeding bullet. You know what I mean? <laughs> so to some degree, <laughs> Joe Willock said, if Pep gets injured, he can still coach. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great point. Uh, but the, and also, there's a joke that I I need confirmation on. Um, it was uh, what was it here? Uh, Justin Freeberg said, "It's a math joke that I do not understand." He said, "I'm Christian is a Pythagorean, a Pythagorean, and Alexis is there. It is yeah with Christian Pythagorean and Asasalis Guerreros." Okay, I don't you know. I, I don't is, know. I know the this concept. is where Obviously, I would lean on you, Pyth- my friend. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's the Pythagorean theorem. Yes, of course. Is obviously comes is, is Greek, and I assume that's it's a reference to something Greek and the isosceles as well. But I don't know the context well, no. of the joke. That's probably not Greek. I don't think it's talking about Greek. I think it's. I don't know. It says it says little math humor for y'all, but I don't know the context of it. Okay, well. Nonetheless, back to <laughs> I thought it had something to do with Manchester right, City. Up top, Justin says I must have turned tuned into the wrong podcast. Is this the Mathigans? And I guess that's where it's coming from. He he missed the Mathigans part. Well, <laughs> how do we? How are we? Do we didn't say nothing about no math. Uh, I don't remember what. Me part. neither. This is it. Could happen eight seconds ago. We don't. What remember. are we talking about? <laughs> okay. Yeah. We always. By the way, we forget everything we said the moment we said it, and that goes to any lawyers watching right now. Um, Kevincho said they look very shaky. Manchester City don't look the superstar team they used to be, even though they're still trending points-wise very close to where they were last year. They don't look superstar, impossible to beat, so on and so forth, in the league. Mm -hmm. And I would also venture to say they don't look like the unbeatable club in Champions League, especially without João Cancelo. So this hurts them in both sides. 
Yeah, this this I look if if it were me, I wouldn't want to lose Jock Cancelo. He's one of the best fullbacks in in the Premier League. Um so I don't know look, you you don't really it's interesting with Manchester City cuz you don't really hear any like um they don't really have stories that leave the locker room or problems in with the roster and people, you know, they don't they're not a club that's surrounded by a lot of There's not drama. a lot of drama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Which yeah. is why it almost you feel like everyone had Pep's back previously. Yeah. And now you're finding little bits and pieces of yeah. that 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 sort of that bubble. It cracking. can't look. It it's difficult for uh any manager to just be successful forever every single year and just be completely dominant. You're going to have issues, right? Doesn't matter how uh, uh, I brought up a manager that was successful throughout his career, and y'all didn't want him because he's going to be 86 <laughs> during the next World Cup. <laughs> what I'm saying, well, that's exactly you're proving with a point. You cannot be successful forever. At some point, think you slow down. At some point, so Pep's too old for the job. You heard it here first. Young, y- young players grow up. You know the the players that you inherit start to be, look a little bit different than the players that you inherited 10, 15 years ago. The cultures change. People growing up on TikTok. So all these new People, players aren't the same. Kids ain't cussing on yeah. YouTube videos. Oh, I hate that <laughs> word. So, look, it, it, it's going to... I'm not saying Pep is is, is done or or past his, is his prime or whatever. Um, but The other thing, too, is systems get found out. Yeah, yeah. With enough time, any system can be figured out. You yeah. Know? I don't know what the next you know, uh, uh, system is going to be. Feels that's like it's gonna an attacking three, five, two. That feels like where everyone is heading. Okay. Yeah. And certainly that's where Arsenal is heading <laughs> to the top of the league, mate. I do want to bring this up because I'm, I'm not sure we're prepared to like talk about it. Talk about it. Did you see the new, um, Chelsea player, Malo Gusto? I did hear this name. Yeah. Did you want to, you want to pull up his photo? Because I need people to see this because Malo Gusto sounds like a, a reggaeton artist. Okay. <laughs> but also looks <laughs> like a reggaeton artist. And when I saw it, I thought this was a joke. I thought this was like, I'm like, is, look at the picture right there from Daily Express. Tell okay. me this dude don't look like he's behind Bad Bunny in a video. <laughs> he is, um, he's French. Yeah. Uh, but it, it, it's not exactly how you'd say it, but Malo is bad and Gusto is taste. This is bad taste. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not a, it's a, you know, somebody should have thought about this when they were fill, filling out the birth certificate. Yeah, it's not be like, yo, you can't have this, you know? <laughs> maybe in a different language, the words mean something else. I don't know. Maybe he's fr- from France, but maybe of uh, 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 other heritage from another country, maybe Portuguese. I, I don't know. I don't know where his background, uh, what his background is, but. Uh, I mean, we could look that up. Yeah, let's <laughs> let's see. Malo Gusto. I uh, mean, if you look this up, there's got to be a guy who drives an Uber in the Bronx who this is his rap name, and he's <laughs> mad that he's lost the SEO. You know what I mean? <laughs> Justin Freeburst said Christian out here calling Pep Dusty. Yo, you heard it. <laughs> I didn't want to say it. Um, no, nah, looking like... Uh, is he Is he just is he French? He's or Portuguese of uh, Martinique. Martinique Quay's descent. Got it, got it, okay. So he's born in France, but he's Portuguese. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> if I do English, to, to, I'm going to do translate <laughs> and see what happens. I'm going to do Portuguese. What is it? Yeah, it could be, yeah, they could mean different things. It means bad taste in Portuguese. <laughs> what happened in your house, man? <laughs> Look at this. I'm not playing with you. Yeah. 
Portuguese to English. I don't know, bro. Look, I'm a translator from Filipino. It means I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> bro. Bro, this dude's getting roasted in his own language I and mean, other languages. What, is he going to go with Malo or Gusto on the on the jersey? Bro. What do you think? Both are good. Actually, yeah, both are good. You got to go. Could you go with M. Gusto? Just to kind of deter and be like, it'll make people wonder what M stands right, for. Right, but, when they find out, but when people find out, they'll be like, oh, damn. Um, I would go, if I were me, I would go with Malo. Oh, no, that'd be, you're going to get roasted if you do a bad play. That's the problem. <laughs> if you don't play well, Gusto's pretty good. You got to go with Gusto. Because it, it, it almost feels a little XFL-y, remember? He hate me. You right. Remember? Uh, so he could go with something like that. Be a, be a bit of a villain. And um, by the way, in... In Portuguese, it's mal gusto, the okay. direct. So it's not exactly, but well, this understood. Thank it. you for conf- the chat was very. They were like Alexis. It's just it's not the exact pronunciation. Yeah, yeah. Hey, <laughs> I'm just letting you know. It All is- right, let's move on from malo gusto. And- I do want to see. Okay, no, the the translation in French. I don't know if you're going to be able to hear this. Okay, hold uh, on. Hold on. <laughs> move a goo. I want to look at him in the face and go, you know, you know, your name means move a goo, my name. <laughs> it sounds like you're flirting. Move <laughs> Everything in French does. <laughs> move a goo. Sir, you have bad taste. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think shorty into me, bro. <laughs> hey, yo, I think you got bad taste too, my G. <laughs> okay, let's talk about a team with great taste. Oh, Everton Football Club uh, back in the news. You know, Christian's always wanted segments <laughs> on this show. Welcome to Down Bad, the new segment. <laughs> oh, boy. Why, I mean, we talked about it last week. And obviously, you know, they, they, they sacked uh, Frank Lampard. They bring in the man who got Burnley relegated last year, mm. Sean Dyche. Uh, who I like to call Sam Allardyce. Uh, that's my <laughs> scam. <laughs> uh, he's a good. He's a, okay. How do you feel? Because it was supposedly between Bielsa and Sean Dyche. This Two radically, radically different. Yeah. That's like yo. You want this pickup truck or you want this supercar? And you're like, hmm. this. It's a it's a lateral move, in my opinion. <laughs> Kirby D said, "Prime Brexit football." <laughs> It does feel a little Brexity, doesn't it? Does, it? it does. It um, does. There's a little. There's a little red hat I mean, feeling around this I, guy. Look, and look, Lampard. He was kind of his hair was thinning. This could have been him in a couple of years. You know, yeah, but I mean? he didn't have the tactical. <laughs> no, why? I don't it, know how to pronounce. Exactly. That. He's like, how we need to storm the goal. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah. We need to insurrect their <laughs> final third. <laughs> so look, uh, all accounts, he seems like a good dude. I this mean, is like Lampard with Malo Gusto. I think is what I'm. It, it's it's look as an Everton fan, it, my my general feeling is, um, I don't think they are in any better of a position. I think they're still gonna not have, with players. I mean, I think it's at this point. It's just like let's get a new set of eyes on this. <laughs> you know, that's it. We're like we're racking up. <laughs> I know the doctors are all saying the same thing, but what if we get a fourth opinion? <laughs> As opposed to okay. removing anything that's Everton making me is, is somewhere in its 18th or 20th opinion. Okay, yeah. uh, and and that's I, I don't this this uh, manager doesn't give me any real confidence. I think he's gonna he's trying to. Uh, stop the you know cover the 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 holes in the ship from from you know drowning 
Um, so sinking is the word you were looking for. From, I guess, the people drown. Yeah, the boat yeah, the boat's uh, own drown. <laughs> <laughs> so the... Um, you heard about the Queen Mary too, dude? <laughs> fucking drowned. <dude>. So... <laughs> Oh, no, I swore. <laughs> no, <laughs> no real confidence. It's just I, uh, I hope it works out. Um, but the 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 other issue is um, you really don't have confidence in this because we talked last week about getting someone in to just stop the bleeding, and this man will stop the bleeding for sure. He's going to make you a wildly defensive team, extremely more boring. I've watched his masterclass. If you haven't seen it. Watch it. It's absolutely. I suggest you watch it as well because I think you need to know what's coming. <laughs> and this man explained four four two with no poetry whatsoever. <laughs> he did it in a way where it made it even more rudimentary than we already know. Like he kept saying, like, and I know I'm only. He has like that raspy voice. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I know I'm only talking about the defensive side of the game so far. 30 minutes of a 45-minute video, there was nothing about where to attack. <laughs> the only thing he said was, if we pull these players out, then it leaves these two areas here, meaning like the flanks on the upper center. Yeah. He goes, and we can really create some space by just sending the ball up there <laughs> and letting yeah. our fullbacks do the work. And I sat there just thinking, oh, no, Christian. Mm-hmm. Well, I saw the, um, the, the there was one clip I saw. And it, it was basically him saying, um, you know, when when the fullback has the ball, we either look to go uh, down, basically down the line, or see if we can pass it to the left winger. That's it. Those are the only options. And it's like, <laughs> and then he boom, shut the fuck. <laughs> and it's like, job done, my guys. And it's basically like seeing those two options. Like, can we go long? And it's like, who's gonna make that pass? Yeah. Who's gonna make the the a fullback? I, it's, it, maybe Seamus Coleman, maybe Nathan Patterson, but they haven't made that pass in there since they signed pen mm-hmm. to paper on that contract. They have not made that pass once. That, that it's never how they played it. And I, I would love to see it, but I don't think it's happening. And then who's going to be receiving that ball? That's, that's the thing. There's just there ain't no one making that pass. So Damari, don't, don't worry about don't worry about receiving it, Damari. bro. <laughs> the the only thing he did say, which is you can create. If, if, if you're doing it right and you're compact and they have the ball on the right side, you can sort of condense your, your squad to the right side. Yeah. So now you're open on the left. And he goes, and when you get the ball back because of consistent pressure, we can really shake things up by sending it to the other side. And I'm like, does this man know he's not talking to a VHS recorder? It, it, this, it, it sounds so old school and boring. Right. But, and, and I'm fine with boring if there's results, but... Realistically, I mean, Burnley got relegated last season and he was the manager in charge. And Everton felt this is the best person for the job right now to save Everton. I, I, I don't understand the philosophy or at least like the I'd rather just be like, let's see what Bielsa can do here. It's yes, it's it's very. But, but I don't think he would have had enough time to institute his. I, system. I agree. I agree. I, I mean, it, it's this. This feels. He like, is the guy to get you back up into the Premier League if you do go down. Okay. And you have what? The the stadium doesn't open until twenty twenty four. Uh, but you, they haven't given an exact date. But I think that's the projected. So then he probably would have gotten the team back up, right? <laughs> who knows? <laughs> they're, they're, I, who knows what Everton will look like in the Championship if they're there? So. Uh, so, yeah, that's a general feeling. The other, you know, as far as the manager stuff, we'll see what happens when in his in his first game in charge. They they desperately need a win to 
have some level of confidence in in why he does. Um, otherwise, I don't even see him finishing out the rest of the season. Um, Do you think it's going to be? I mean, look, his system is so simple that I can't imagine it's going to take a long time to institute. Do you think this is something that the team will be able to rally behind? Um, look, I don't think any of the Everton players want to pl- go to the championship. Nobody wants to get relegated. But I- I'll say what I said last week. Frank never punished players that played poorly. Right. And, be- and Ben You said this very passionately. And if Sean Dyche can do that, then I think Everton does have a chance. So he just got to come in with a chancleta, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's it, dude. Like, I mean, let's just be realistic. Uh, the, uh, look, Anthony Gordon now uh, uh, has, has left and, and gone to Newcastle. In his uh, dancing for Fosse outfit. <laughs> Did you see this? <laughs> yeah, the turtleneck. The black turtleneck, black super tight pants. Right. Bro, I thought he was going to hit the jazz hands. <laughs> I did see. Uh, I'll, I'll find the photo at some point. But, uh, so but- while you do that, I want to ask you this. Give me what points you're going to get. And let's just go. Let's just go like the next few matches. Go. I don't want to go too crazy. Go for it. Sean Dyche's first match is uh, at home against Arsenal. That's a, a fat L. <laughs> okay. We hit zero <laughs> on that bad boy right there. Uh, away at Liverpool. Another L. No okay, way. so that's zero points out of the next two matches. Mm-hmm. At home against Leeds. I think this is where um, I would say, I want to say draw, but Everton have been arguably worse at home. Um, I think by the third game, he should figure it out and, and be able to implement whatever he, he sees as the best way Everton <laughs> play. Uh, so I would what if say, we all I stand say in front of the goal. <laughs> a draw here. I think a draw. Against okay, Leeds so you have three. one point from your next three matches. Stay at home against Aston Villa. Um, I, I hope uh, we played all right against Aston Villa the last time. I think right. Um, I, I, I think new they, manager. It could be a win there. Aston Villa is not. They're not incredibly threatening per se. Um, I think they've been really good in their last few matches. I think they've actually had the highest points. Of the last few uh, matches. I ain't scared, bro. Okay. You might be the only one, my dude. Uh, <laughs> okay, so you get two draws there. Leeds, Aston Villa at home. Then you go away to Nottingham Forest. Uh, I, look. I, what do you want? I'm saying three think. points. I'm, ho- I'm hoping them. So you be Nottingham, need them. you be Nottingham Forest away. Yeah, yeah. We need them. We just need these points. So, uh, I, look, at, at some point. What we, about you come back, to, come back home and then you play Brentford? Which that seems like a winnable game. Um... We looked terrible last time we played them, right? This is a, I think we played them once already. Yeah. Um. Uh, this is a, a, a this is a pointless exercise. No. Well, literally, can that be the title of this <laughs> segment? Because <laughs> I don't think you this, can. I, I don't think you're winning any of these games, bro. I think you might. Be I able don't to know s- I, until until I see uh, the Everton's first match under Sean Dyche. I can't really speculate. I sure. But and I'm, honestly, I'm, you probably can't speculate until your third match against them. But I think in your next three matches, you're not taking a point, bro. I don't think you're going to be able to beat Arsenal, um, even though it's away. I doubt you're going to be able to beat Liverpool, who desperately needs the points. And I know for sure Leeds is going to be difficult, especially with new signings like Weston McKenney. So I think just in your next three matches, which is Sean Dyche's sort of you know, the next chance he has to institute something. You're talking about the entire month of February there. Well, no, then also they played uh, Aston Villa. Even though you're home, I don't think you beat Aston Villa. I think maybe you could squeak out a draw against Leeds. 
the, his biggest match is probably going to be away at Liverpool to, for maybe with some gusto, with some malo gusto. Mm. Um, <laughs> I think you're looking at one point in the month of February. Yeah, not enough. Not enough to, you know, not, you're not going to be... You're not going to be playing in the Premier League in August. No, not at all. <laughs> That's all you're getting. Um, so, look, I, I'm going to wait until I see their first game, see what they, how they play, see if there's any real, uh, real difference, see if they even sign anybody. We have one one day left in in the the transfer window. Um, potentially, they could sign somebody. They 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 made. Um, I think they inquired about Conor Gallagher from Chelsea, and Conor Gallagher was specifically said. I am not interested in playing <laughs> <Yeah>. Pirates. <laughs> He's like, first of all, I want to thank you for your offer and uh, let you know that there's zero chance. I am interested. There's, there's always the, thinking the, of your team just left a malo gusto in my mouth. <laughs> there's uh, always these um, ta- transfer targets at Everton, and it's just like it doesn't work out. The, the 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 brand of Everton right now is just not in a good place, and players don't want to play there. No. So it's going to be very very. Well, look, if you're watching, up. let let us know what what is it that you think will happen. Uh, in in the month of February uh, for Everton. How many points will they get? And to remind you, that is a home match against Arsenal, an away match against Liverpool, a home match against Leeds, a home match against Aston Villa, and then away. Oh, no, then that's it. So you have three home matches, one away match. The, the And it's really, you're, it's across the street. It's the <laughs> simplest. You, you have your squad for an entire month at home. What happens in those four? I think maybe you get a point. Maybe. So just please, please <laughs> let me know what you think is going to happen because I'm so interested. Uh, yes. Uh, well, I don't know why. Uh, I don't know if Everton will get a point, but I know what I will get. I will get a Coors Light Ooh. to cheer me up. You bro. need it, buddy. <laughs> I'm going to need it to chill, you know, in these upcoming weeks and these upcoming uh, matches. Uh, Coors Light is the way to Go. You know, look, I like to I like to be on as much as possible. But then when I go home, you know how like they say plumbers houses always have leaks because you got to go home. and You got to shut it off. You know what I mean? You got to have a little downtime. You got to have a little me time (laughs) and nothing. Nothing reminds me that it's me time. Like when I come home and my wife hands me a Coors Light and all you hear is. Mm. And and she makes that sound. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm about to do it with the can. She's like, I know, but I just like to beat you too. But that's pretty just cool of her. You know, she, it's kind of like the police academy guy that makes all the little noises. And And I also want to let everyone know my wife's not home. That's just the, the, (laughs) (laughs) she's, she's being a nurse and giving us health insurance. That's just me in my head. I go to the fridge and get myself a Coors Light. But Coors Light is the way that I like to relax. And the reason why I like it is because when you open a, a Coors Light, it's just, it's great. It's the beer that lets you know it's cold and it's ready to go. The, the little mountain on the can turns blue. <laughs> That's good. Alexis, he needs that, those kind of markers to really. <laughs> I'm a visual <laughs> leader, lead, a learner, leader. I'm a visual leader. I'm more kinesthetic, which is both visual and audio, but whatever. Uh, so when you want to hit reset, grab the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com slash Cooligans. That's right. Come on, celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. (laughs) Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. 
From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Oh, uh, thank you for the, the man of runs at that transition to the ad read, though. Let's go. All right. It's getting seamless. Let's go. All right. Um, let's move on. Uh, Weston McKenney. We were talking about Lee's a little bit. Uh, Weston McKenney will be joining Arsenal. Uh, Arsenal. Lee's. <laughs> oh, my God. The way I would have ran out of this room <laughs> celebrating. Oh, by the way, the photo I had? I who cares? All right. Um, well, yes, it is. Um, I did see the, um, uh, the tweets. Uh, he did arrive at the training ground. Nick said, I thought Alexis said he was a visual eater. <laughs> you know, man, I got to I can't, if I can't see it, I don't want to eat it. But no, uh, huge, huge news, man. We were talking about, uh, so what I was going to say uh, a couple uh, weeks ago, we were talking about the potential of Weston McKinney going to Arsenal. And then it was rumored. Then the news. Arsenal uh, is doing the same thing they did last year and just chasing somebody who doesn't want to go. <laughs> Then, or whose club doesn't want them? To what, uh, then we saw the um, what happened with Ju- Juventus. Their fifteen point uh, penalty. Um, they, they so I just not the, a, not the a, board said peace and Weston McKenney said bye bye. So they just look not in a good spot. The club is going through just uh, a lot of turmoil. And uh, we were that my main concern was like, what's going to happen, Weston McKenney? Is he going to stay there? You know, he would essentially probably miss out on Champions League. Um, I know going to Leeds also will be uh, missing out on Champions League, but this is a loan with an option to buy. For 33 million euros is the option to buy, plus add-ons. So it's good good business. I forget what they paid uh, Schalke for. What did Juventus pay Schalke? Do you remember? I don't remember, no. Um, But uh, for Weston McKinney, a lot of people are treating it like it's a step backwards, and I'm not necessarily sure. It's a guaranteed start. There's three... You know, now three Americans, four if you count the coach, at in the Premier League, all in one club. An American midfield, really. If they if they play with three, uh, I don't know what their system. I think it's four three three. I, well, it, it does shift a lot. It's a real Jesse Jesse Marsh system. Mm-hmm. But you do see uh, Tyler Adams really in the midfield a lot. So it's going to be yeah, it's yeah. basically going to be almost an all all American midfield. Um, and don't forget that Jack Harrison is there, who also played in MLS. So really, at the end of the day, I mean, this is a this is a very Americanized. Um, club and I, I feel like that's a good thing for Weston McKinney to be at a place where the coach is going to support him and not cast doubt on his ability because of his accent or where he was born sure yeah I mean you would hope that that you know even while at Juve you know he had to deal with the kind of American stereotypes but they called him Weston McDonald's they call him Texas boy Texas boy was what Ronaldo, <laughs> Ronaldo called, him. called him yeah but look I think he did his thing uh, at Juve, uh, you know, I think the they had other issues, um, and and you know, I, I, to me it seems like it, I don't know if they're going to sell him. I, we'll see how it works out at Leeds, but it feels like with Paul Pogba there, uh, and when he gets healthy, maybe Weston McKenney is his role is not as 
solidified and, and maybe, you know, if you had to pick between the two and they're both healthy, I guess you, yeah, you would probably go with Paul Popka because they kind of play similarly, right? Yeah, I mean, I would say you'd rather go with Paul Pogba if you had the choice, even though come back from bad injury and he's older. But sure, also, I could see Weston. This is a win-win because Weston McKinney needed to get out of there, bro. You can't have people raiding the offices. You know what I mean? Right, like right. The whole board quitting. No, that's not good. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, he was purchased for 20 and a half million euros from, uh, from Schalke. So if he does go for 33 million, which is nice that there's an option to buy because – if Leeds doesn't stay up, he goes back to Juve. Right, right. Um, so it's a um, getting to play in the Premier League. Obviously, for a U.S. men's national team player uh, uh, to 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 make this move, I, you know, I like like plenty of American players, they all want to play in the Premier League. It's it's you know a, just a, their American big player. dream. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah I'm just saying it's it, it, but it is a big deal. Um, the I wonder. You know, it, it's a tough spot. Leeds really knew, really do need points. They can't, they can't mess around. He can't. He has to get there and be like, I, right, I got to learn the playbook quickly. Right? I don't think it's going to be too difficult. I mean, it's not that dissimilar to uh, Greg Berhalter's system, which I think uh, Weston McKinney plays well sure. in. Um, and look, it, your back's against the wall. Relegation is something that you know, you know, he had to sort of deal with a little bit the threat of it over when he was at Schalke, but he hasn't really had to deal with it this up close. So this is going to be nice. It's going to be nice. But didn't Schalke get relegated? After. Remember, he was already at Juventus, and he was tweeting about it. He was rooting them on. He was oh, watching right, the games. Right, right. But he, he, yeah, he, he definitely knows the pressure of it. Yeah, but it was, it was never that close when he was at Schalke. This is pretty this is much I more got, dire. I, I'd have to look it up. I don't remember exactly. He, this is way more dire. So okay. uh, I'll tell Weston... Uh, Yet till Weston tries some of the Yorkshire pudding. Yo, Yorkshire pudding slaps, bro. I've, I've never had Yorkshire pudding. Oh, it's so good. Do you know what it is? No. It's like, um, it looks like if a pancake was uh, cooked uh, in, in, a, in, a, in a cupcake pan, and it, it kind of, like a muffin pan, and it kind of exploded a little bit. Okay. You know? Let's, look it, let's look it up. And basically, see it? It's like a little cup of pancake. Have you ever had a Dutch baby? <laughs> I've not had a Dutch. Uh, I've not had a Dutch baby. Do you know what a Dutch baby is? I think I've had this. So, uh, maybe don't the uh, Portuguese have something similar? They no that no that's you're thinking of a, a pastéis de nata. Yeah, doesn't it look kind of like this? No, I mean it looks kind of like it. No, that's a puff. That's puff pastry <laughs> shoved into a thing and then filled with uh, egg yolk, custard. This is just. A pancake is pancake batter that kind of explodes in the, in the thing. I and mean, then look, you do what's in that photo. Where is it? I just saw it. There it is. You just pour you pour gravy into it. And that's no, your so pudding. I, I have not had it. No. I can't believe you thought this was a pastage de nata. I said it looks like it. Pastel de nata Jesus for those <laughs> I mean, I can't look. I'm not going to hate you too much because, yeah, I guess in a way it looks it, like it. All right. But no, it's not. All right. We we know it's not. Got it. All right. Jesus. <laughs> uh, Look up Dutch baby real quick. I just want you to see what it <laughs> Joe is. Joe Whitlock said uh, uh, Memphis the Pie is the Dutch baby. <laughs> <laughs> that should be the name of his new album, bro. Uh, do you see little baby on SNL? I saw him saying goodbye. I don't. I don't really get it. It's just a big ass Yorkshire pudding. Okay. Yeah. But it's sweet. I make this at home all the time. You make Dutch babies? I make Dutch babies, bro. <laughs> you just pour the batter into a cast iron pan, put it in the oven. 
I mean, this is this is just a. It's the simplest a, thing, and a, then two uh, people can uh, eat it. You know, a, a a crepe as a as a bowl. All right, they're all from the same family: <laughs> pancake, right. crepe. They're all the same thing. It's all the same food in different shapes. No, and they think they created something new. I make new. a big ass pastes <laughs> and I sit there and I, uh, I I talk about my locustos. Same family. thing with pasta. <laughs> pasta. They like they make it in different shapes, and they're like, well, "Look, I've I've invented a brand new pasta. It's the same thing." It is not, dude. <laughs> Do not listen to anything he is saying. Literally. YouTube, isn't what he said worse than swearing? <laughs> isn't it? I mean, it's good. I like them all. But they're the same you thing. You tell me you can't tell the difference between like a, 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 a spaghetti, an angel hair, a, a fettuccine, a chitarra, or any of those? Yeah, the shape. The shape is different. Yeah, you I can tell. I can't really... tell the mouthfeel. The difference in how, <laughs> what it, how it cooks. It's literally the same exact ingredients. And all of a sudden, you know, like people are blown away. What about a rigatoni? You can put re- sauce goes in it. <laughs> okay, yes. Yeah, so, all right, rigatoni is different because there's, there's a different ingredient. Yes. It's not a different ingredient. Oh, it's what? pasta. But sauce goes inside of it. In it oh, because, all right. So you put it, you infuse the pasta. No, no, no. It just, it and sits it's different in it, pasta. But when you pick it up, it holds the sauce. It brings to you sauce. Yes, I like sauce. Sauce is great. Big fan. They Uh, hold sauce differently. The flavor (laughs) changes. Thank you. That's why you should. Thank you, Manor Runs. What a a job Manor Runs is doing today. (laughs) uh, Paulo Nessa said, angel hair sucks. Angel hair is trash. (laughs) Angel hair is trash. Unless you use it for the right thing. I've had an angel hair cacho e pepe. It was incredible. I'm I'm a bow tie. Fusilli. Bro, you probably eating. Gluten free, right? <laughs> okay. Whole wheat, right? He eats pago <laughs> pasta, bro. That's the good stuff. Okay, paleo pasta. Gnocchi's <laughs> are my favorite. Gnocchi's are the best one, but that's those are potatoes. It's first of all, it doesn't have to be potato. And also, Gavincho and Christian, this is why you guys are skinny because two spoonfuls of it fill you up, and I bet both <laughs> of you stop. Unlike the rest of us who are like, I must finish this bowl. When I was in Italy, gnocchi I had uh, gnocchi and uh, in a couple different spots. It was delicious. So good, so good. Okay. Uh, By the way, gnocchi's are just dumplings. Anyway. Uh, but it holds the sauce. It doesn't hold the it sauce. It holds the sauce and it, it doesn't makes it hold taste the sauce. different. That's the thing about gnocchis. It doesn't hold the sauce. This kid's got no idea what he's talking about. You need to use cream sauces with gnocchis because that's the only way it'll coat it. Red sauce will not coat a gnocchi. Okay. Uh, did you, uh, Alexis, did you see this about Lionel Messi? Messi said he got blocked. He got banned on Instagram. Um, because he was receiving because he was too lit. He his, was, his, his notifications was too lit. And he said, "He goes, my Instagram was blocked for a few days because the amount of messages I received after winning the World Cup, I had a million messages on Instagram, and they blocked me. He got blocked for being too famous, bro. He he broke the system. <laughs> they were just like, yeah, they were like, is is Messi wearing you know the the uh, some Kardashian outfit? Why is he? Why is he broke the internet, bro? He showed cake." But this is so they were like, no, we, we you are too popular right now that we need to hit the pause button on your account. Well, I think also if you just for us, Instagram is an app with photos. But in reality, it's like server. It's a serv- it's servers. Yeah, it's a lot going so, on. If all of a sudden you see all the traffic on your <laughs> on your computer going to one thing, you're like, we got to shut this down because other people can't put up pictures of their gnocchi that they only <laughs> ate two of. <laughs> yeah, it's it's almost he got so many messages that it, it almost became like a um, a denial of service kind of attack, which, which is how you 
Um, uh, is that what DNS means in the DNS attack? No, no, no. Um, that's not what it is. Okay. Um, domain name service is what DNS means. But oh. um, uh, a, when, so what they do this, uh, basically they uh, ping a, an IP address or a server so much that it gets so many requests that it essentially just shuts down. And that's kind of what Instagram uh, did. They were like, you're just, your, your account's getting pinged so much that we're like, all right, we got to shut you down for a little bit because we got the, the street is hot right now. Uh, so we need to keep, keep our, our servers going. Uh, but this is kind of unheard of. I don't, I don't think I've ever heard of anything like this where they, where they banned the person receiving the messages to, to deal with whatever clause. Well, that must be happening to, to my DMs because I haven't gotten one in a few days. <laughs> they're, not, yeah, they're not getting they to be, me enough. I must be blocked, bro. I can't Damn, Instagram. This. Can you, yeah, I told them to fix it. Bro, bro <laughs> me and Messi are the only two who understand what's really going on, bro. Dimitri said, nah, I bet it was CR7 reporting his account. <laughs> he was like, nah, you got you to gotta shut that down. Um the uh, Messi no longer the G, the goat uh, G O A T. He's the D D O S. Yes, hilarious. Okay, let's go. We love IT jokes in here, bro. Right? Uh, can y'all can y'all just <laughs> email the IT jokes directly to Christian so that the rest of us don't have to be like, did I just have a stroke? <laughs> uh, a couple of the uh, things. That- can I can I get a uh, can I breaking news? Oh, breaking sure. news update. I bro. love breaking news. Go for it. Uh, Fabrizio Romano has just tweeted this twenty nine minutes ago. Mm. Arsenal approached Chelsea for Jorginho. Interesting. It's now an option in case the Caicedo deal won't go through with Brighton, who are still reluctant to sell. Chelsea open to selling Jorginho, but will ask for an important fee to let him leave six months before the end of his contract. I don't think the word important is being used correctly there, but the man's English is in his first language. <laughs> Shouts to Fabrizio Romano, who's always on. I don't know who you know, Fabrizio, but I want to know who you know, my guy. Everybody. He knows everybody. Um, this That's kind of interesting. Um, there it is. There it is. Yeah, here it is. Um, I First of all, um, look, I hope Arsenal get the player that they want. It, seem, it seems odd. Arsenal seem like a, a club... They're they're clearly successful. People, you know, they have a, a a good fan base. The brand is strong. The the you know the Adidas fits are dope. They just released another tracksuit, and I need it, bro. They're doing all right. But Arsenal, w- will you ever send me anything? I but, yo, the bank account can handle this. It just feels a little bit like when it comes to transfers. Nah, they don't want to sell to us, bro. There's something, right? I don't know what it is. Maybe it did, did like Wenger play hardball for many years, and now they're like, grudges. this is our way. Grudges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's something about- They're being petty betties, bro. <laughs> People don't want to do business with Arsenal for a second. Or if they do, they're like, ah, oh, okay, it's going to be- you know, forty million above the the valuation. You know what I mean? Maybe that's it. Maybe there's that thing of like Arsenal still plays small ball when it comes to transfers. Okay, and everyone's like, "Bro, you top of the league. You spent four hundred thirty three million pounds in the last like three years." Bro, we know you got it. Yeah, there's a lot of we yeah. know you got it. I think a lot of this came from way overpaying for uh, what's what's my dude's name who's no who's not there anymore. Aubameyang? No, I, right on the tip of my tongue. Dude on the right. From we got him from France. We sent him as we sent him on loan in, back to uh, France. Nah, in, 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 yeah. uh, no, uh, Nicolas, Nico, Nico, Nicolas Pepe. Pepe, uh, that's it. Nico Pepe. It was like seventy or eighty something. Seventy two. Yeah, uh, I think in fact Caicedo. That I think the last offer was seventy five million pounds. And if that's the case, that breaks our transfer record. Everybody's saying no, we don't need him. <laughs> A lot of people not happy about um, that. I, but 
Jorginho or or Jorginho? I think that's what we're talking about. No, we absolutely do. Partey went down with a rib injury, and they, thank God it's not uh, bad. But there's no one to replace him. El Nenny's injured for the rest of the season. Allegedly, they haven't said, but it looks like yeah. he's out for the rest of the season. Sambi, uh, uh, I love Sambi. No, you don't, because Arsenal. Everybody in, on Twitter, they don't love him. Okay, now we can't. I, don't say that. He is. Look, he's the captain. He was the captain of RSC Anderlecht. I, he's a, he's. He's a, a great at a young age, 20 years old. I think he's a great player. The problem is I, he'd be great for Everton because he can. Although, Kai, he sometimes he just walks and I'm like, bro, we need you to run. Uh, but <laughs> I, I think he's good. At, what is that? You're a player that is not good, that makes mistakes and you don't like. Or no, like, no. He'll be good for Everton. I don't. But let me explain why. <laughs> I don't think he makes a lot of mistakes. I think he's I, I don't think he really understands. Uh what Arteta needs because he's a good player in a, in a good defensive midfielder, a good central midfielder in the sense that he is under, he is able to read the attack that's coming and put himself in the right position. Sometimes he loses his head a little bit when he's defending, but I think that's more to do with the fact that he hasn't played as much. And, and apparently he's very unhappy at the club because he's not playing as much and he was playing in, in Belgium. But the, the thing I don't like about him is that he doesn't know how to spring the attack. It's not really his thing. And right. at, a, at a club like uh, Everton, which we've now learned by watching Sam Dyche's uh, thing, we don't want you to spring the attack because well, we don't Sha have a plan. Sean Dyche, not Sam Dyche. Uh, what, my okay. bad. I went with you, what you said, and then it all jumbled in my head. Um, but I, I would say, the, I, so I don't know if you saw, there's a, there was a clip of Odegaard angry at Lokonga um, in towards the end of the match against Man City in the FA Cup, um, where he... He Lokonga didn't go into the right position to prevent the pass from arriving to a particular player. And Odegaard points. He's like, basically, stay there. Don't run with this guy or whatever. And Lokonga runs with the other guy. And the ball arrives in uh, in that location. Odegaard fouls the player. And as soon as he fouls him, he says, he goes to Lokonga, like, you had to be there. You had to be there. So there seems to be some either miscommunication or this he's not. Is, this is what I said about he's not... Mikel Arteta's system doesn't ask you to be a hero. It asks you to follow the system. The reason why so many of these players are making no-look passes is because it's been drilled yeah, yeah. into their heads they know, that they, they know where they're gonna if be, yeah. I go here, this guy's going to shift there. So if I just kick the ball there after going here, someone should be there. And if not, I'm going to look bad, but it's not my fault. Arteta knows this ain't my fault. And here's the crazy thing. Have you seen Burnley play? I've, yeah, I've seen Burnley play this last season. Yeah, this, yeah, this championship. Season. Yeah, yeah. They're incredible. They look pretty good. Yeah, they they're look not, like, they're first, I believe. Vincent Company <laughs> has made them look like the old Pep style tiki taka. Absolutely incredible. There's a Latino dude up top with a with a man bun, mm. killing it. Right, you love to see it. Right. Okay. By the way, American owners, um, absolutely incredible how the way Burnley's playing. Who was Sambi Laconga's coach when he was at? Uh, when he was at RSC Anderlecht, Vincent Company. Let's go. If Vincent Company is playing Arteta slash Pep slash Marcelo Bielsa style ball, wouldn't you assume that this man was your captain and he knows how to play it? But all of a sudden, he gets to Arsenal. He ain't following no <laughs> rules. Uh, yeah, maybe it's because he's not getting the playing time. He's just not getting the reps, and, and maybe he's making uh, a couple of mistakes. I don't know, but this is why I think he'd be good at Everton because twofold. One, I think he's good at playing just as defensive midfielder, and the most important thing is he'd no longer be on Arsenal. Well, why? So, uh, and I, I don't know why y'all don't want Jorginho. He can do that. He looked good in the Euros. 
Yeah, I mean, as far as when it when it comes to having a player that just straight up uh, holds on to the ball, bruh. I mean, Jorginho is just one of those guys. We ain't got no one else that can do that. Literally, just I mean, you know, making he has like is ninety eight percent pass completion, but no pass goes more than three yards. You know what I mean? But you kind of need those guys from time to time, bro. So I've been racking my brain trying to find. Because uh, I'm, I'm very frustrated with the whole Caicedo deal. Right. Because this is what we did. I'm going to speak directly to y'all. Okay, I'm going to look in this camera. J- uh, Jamie, edit this one, okay? <laughs> uh, I know y'all can't see it, but trust me, yes, there's one right here. <laughs> I can go to that camera. No, you, yeah, no you don't have to. Don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> okay, Okay. thank you. Okay, look, <laughs> Jamie, I want you. Well, you don't have to edit it anymore. This is the main one. <laughs> we did this with Lahovich. He didn't want to come. The team didn't want to sell him to us. We, we tried and tried and tried, and we never got to his valuation, and he went to Juventus. Fiorentina didn't want to sell him. He didn't want to go. They were using us, Arsenal, just to get the value up. And now you're doing the same thing with Caicedo. And I wouldn't be upset if, there, if it wasn't for you having a backup before there's pretty much less than 48 hours left in the damn transfer window. Why are we doing this? Why are we playing with fire? Once again, we needed a striker. If we had a striker, we would have finished in top four. Now we need a defensive midfielder to cover for the one guy we got who's pretty much played almost every match this season. The one guy we got. We got no backup. And you're playing this way again with no real other plan B. I'm asking you to get a plan B. Get a goddamn plan B, Arsenal. Not now. You should have had it months ago. If we lose the league because we don't have a defensive midfielder, Adu and Arteta, that's on you, okay? And I love you guys. Arteta, who had your back longer than me? Nobody. Bro, remember when Pep said this is the next guy? Remember when Pep said this is the next guy? You know how else was behind him saying it? It was me going to say it loud to Pep. <laughs> okay. Well, yes. Get uh, Arsenal. No, get, reason, a, get a plan B and whatever other family planning the, options the you reason, guys want to go for. <laughs> the reason I bring this up is because I found a guy. It's it, it, He plays for Ike, A-I-K. Okay. <laughs> okay. And we, I was in the Arsenal group chat. And again, these are a bunch of dudes from North London, right? Mm-hmm. And we're sitting here and we're talking all about, yo, well, who else could we get? There's no one else available. And I'm like, you guys don't understand. This is what this man does. Ateta has been able to find None of you knew who, uh, you know, Tomiyasu was before we signed him, right? No one knew who Kieran Tierney was before we signed him. So I'm looking around, okay? And I find this kid. He's relatively young, and I heard about him a while ago because of uh, some stupid list I, 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 I was looking of, like, young defensive midfielders that could be the next big thing. So I kind of kept up with him, kind of kept following him along. I'm not going to sit here and say that I've read a lot, right? The gentleman plays for Ike. His name Wait, is— uh, I know I'm, I know you haven't read a lot. Yeah, I'm looking— <laughs> you don't I've read a lot. That. I haven't watched a lot. <laughs> the gentleman's name—so I, I put this in the group chat, and they're like, well, who else could we get, okay? And I'm trying to look for it now. Oh, my God. Sorry. Bro. Hold on. This was— <laughs> The reason is is because I got up to nothing, bro. I got cooked at a level I've never been cooked before in a group chat. Why don't you search for it? You can just search instead of scrolling. Is that true? Yes. Where do I do that? (laughs) In the back search. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Please. Oh wait, wait. You got to go up. Okay. Here we go. Bro. All right. So the gentleman's name is Bilal Hussein. He's twenty-two. I think his value on transfer market is like $2 million. Bro, he is incredible. So I put this man's name in. Look, I, this is how mad I got cooked. Now I'm talking like them. Oh, I hate He's this. Swedish? Yeah, he is Swedish. 
Bro, all right. So, look, we should be going after players like Bilal Hussein from Ike, right? The defensive midfielder, he's known to spring the attack. He's 22 years old. I brought him up. Bro, they sent a picture. The first thing was a picture of uh, uh, Saka, like this, like squinting. Yeah. I <laughs> mean, trying to. Then it's all laughing emojis. And then I get this voice note, which let me put my volume up so you can hear this. <laughs> What? I don't get it. It's just, <laughs> they can't breathe. <laughs> Bro, it's all ha ha ha's. And then this voice note. <laughs> Everyone in the group chat <laughs> is dying of laughter. I am getting cooked left and right. Because bro. you are suggesting this guy. But why is it so funny? Because no one's heard of him. <laughs> and they think I'm like on some deep web website trying to find players. Bro, it was three hours of constant laughing at me. Well, good. For bringing up this guy's name. Bro, and then somebody pulled up his YouTube clip and they're like, yo, we don't want this daft whatever. They're using English terms. He's a good player, and I think he, he's young, and I think he can back up Partey. Bro, I got... All right. Arsenal's new last? scout, Alexis Guerrero. Bro, y'all need me, okay? <laughs> y'all trying to get Jorginho? My main thing is, as soon as so I looked this kid up, I'm like, bro, that's my face. <laughs> Yo. That is my Swedish <laughs> face. Get Christian. <laughs> that's you after eating a gnocchi you're not so sure about. <laughs> bro, that's me. <laughs> you see it. Um, bro. If I, my mustache, that's as much as it can grow. You got, you'd be lucky if you could get that mustache. <laughs> okay. Yo, he does look Dominican, bro. This is my homie, Bilal. Let's go. We're cousins. <laughs> Bro, I got cooked at a level I've never been cooked before. All right. Well, good. Uh, well deserved, I would say. Um, Watch this man's career flourish now. <laughs> the Swedish Christian. <laughs> that is a Christian and Tyler Adams had a kid. I see it even more now. For real. Uh, <laughs> this is you, dog. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, let's move on. There's a couple of things. Oh, so I, we were talking about Brighton. And obviously them um, transferring uh, uh, Moises, Moises Caicedo uh, potentially to Arsenal. But I saw this uh, tweet from uh, Bleacher Report. And especially after the... the Who saw the, the Matoma goal uh, in the FA Cup against Liverpool? The, the, the late winner. They're um, calling you Christian Polanco's son. You talking about Thorn, Thorns <laughs> and Polanco, son? But I, we have to highlight uh, Brighton the, these last couple years. Ever since they, oh, they, they, wh- they, why are you snitching on their on their uh, tax evasion slash FFB uh, scam, bro? How, how, but seriously. How the hell is this possible? Look, and, and right now we have a, a, a tweet pulled up. Oh, this up. is Brighton. I thought this was uh, Chelsea's purchases. No, I'm no, like, no. Bro, we don't. These, are Brighton's, these are Brighton's purchases, the player purchases bro. that they've made over the years. Since they've been, since they returned, uh, they've returned to the Premier League. They've been in the Premier League before. Bro, half of England right now is jerking off over Matoma. Right, right. I mean, his his goal... Two and a half million. He wavy as hell. Just on the... Um, uh, what you call it? Uh, the, the, his goal against Liverpool... Uh, we, we, we put up a poll on, uh, on Twitter. Um, 
comparing the the Victor Osimhen goal and the goal for Matoma, which were like oddly, like eerily similar, right? Uh, and we, uh, basically asking the question like which which goal was more impressive. Um, I can I, I can uh, pull this up here so we can see what the, the what where the numbers are. Uh, here we go. And Mitoma's goal, there's 257 votes. There were 257 votes, uh, uh, and Mitoma's goal won 55% to 44. So fairly close, but um, a huge goal for Napoli as well, uh, keeping them. But that's, I think this is also more of a sign that people just really don't watch Serie A enough. Maybe. And if you look at just even the numbers, uh, the, I don't the, think we can show this. Oh, that's right, right. But the, uh, when, Get you, out of there. when you look <laughs> at the, uh, the, the goal itself, um, the just the, how many views the goal has, uh, Ossiman's goal has uh, just even the, in the CBS Sports one has like eighty eight thousand. The uh, Matoma's goal mm-hmm. has like I think it might be at like ten million now. Just oh, the, no, the Emirates uh, FA Cup yeah uh, Twitter handle. It's gone nuts, and it's an incredible goal. It's an absolutely incredible goal. I mean, you know his story. Something like when he got when he first got the offer to go from the academy to the first team. He turned it down because he said he wanted to go to college because he didn't feel his body was physically ready yet. And yeah. he studied, like, uh, he studied, like, uh, kinesiology, I believe. Kinesiology. Was- yeah, there was something. I, I know I saw the tweet or something that his, um, I don't know if he has his master's or he has, he did some sort of thesis on dribbling. Dribbling. I think he did his, like, dissertation yeah. on dribbling. On how to dribble around someone. Right, right. Like, what you do, like, what is it that you're looking for? To, to know when to sort of yeah. cut to a different direction. And also, apparently, he, like, built up his glutes. Okay. You know what I mean? He got, right. the, he got, the, he got the, the... We got Thick Boy? Bro, he got, <laughs> he got the OG BBL. He went to the gym for He earned it. You They're know doing what I mean? BBLs in Japan now? Bro, the Japanese BBL hit different, bro. It takes a little longer. But apparently, he, like, he learned what part of his body he needed to, like, build up. Apparently, his core is crazy. Okay. You know what I mean? So... <laughs> I kind of like. I mean, this is cool and everything. You, you, I think you lost two years of your career doing that, but at the, I mean, at the end of the day, clearly worked out for him. Doing well, but you, you, you get the sense that look for you know um, Brighton to bring in these players. This, this is I their scout, bro. That's the main thing because it's like when you see a, a club that clearly, you know. They, they competitively or uh, comparatively to some of the other clubs in the Premier League, you know that they don't have the the, the biggest uh, 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 you know as far as as far as money. They don't have the most money, so they have to get cl- uh, clever. But and they make it bank, bro. And that's but that's the move, bro. I mean, look, sending uh, um, Trossard. He went to Arsenal what, for forty. No, Trussard went for 27. I okay, think. but they bought no, him at, at 16. No, they made money on everyone that they've sold. Look here. at uh, uh, Cucurella. They got him at, at 20, and I don't, they sold him to Chelsea for a lot. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know the exact number. Moises Caicedo, they got him at 5.4 million, and the, you know, Ars- they, they're getting 70 to 80 from from uh, uh, from Arsenal, potentially. Um, Alexis McAllister, they just... It, it, I, I point this out. How much out. was Caicedo? 5.4 million. Why are we playing <laughs> 70 million more for this man? What? So uh, He ain't the only one that can do this. Have I mentioned Christian's cousin, Bilal Hussein? <laughs> my, Swedish, <laughs> my Swedish brethren, okay? Uh, pretty wild, man. Uh, Dimitri said. He- <laughs> <laughs> Dimitri. <laughs> Dimitri coming through with the uh, Matoma got an advanced degree in top bendology. <laughs> Damn, bro. <laughs> 
<laughs> Bro, let's go. Um, the <laughs> nice go, Bruce. That man's got a PhD in techers. <laughs> Yo, I mean, he wild. did. He did also. He scored against Everton. Uh, that he's been balling the last uh, couple of weeks. But how do I go to uh, outgoing transfers? I guess, I guess it's sales. What do we do here? In transfer market, I should show it, right? Yeah, I'm looking uh, at it. So, but the, the main thing I I, I I point this out to highlight the fact that what is Brighton doing that other clubs are not? Why can they find these great great players and and then sell them and then also still find uh, uh, success in uh, you know during the season even after losing players? So this is a conversation I had in the same group chat that will not stop laughing at me. Is th- this is is this? Would you consider this a small club mentality? Yeah, yeah, it's 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 um uh what's the what's it called the um the Oakland days Moneyball Moneyball kind yeah. of type type thing yeah but so whatever uh, data they're using to to analyze and find you know targets is clearly working out and it's working out on the on the pitch and it's working um f- from a business perspective so it's working out financially as well right but then wouldn't you and I guess looking at it from an Arsenal point of view and I'm trying to find. Uh, the uh, the transfers here, the departure, the departure. I mean, departure. They they made an income of a hundred and thirty seven point nine million dollars this season. All right, good and business. they've purchased fifty seven point seventy three million euros. This is euros, so they have a net positive transfer this season twenty two twenty three of eighty point seventeen million dollars. Good business. That's good business right there, bro. Mm-hmm. You stacking money, bro. Well, you second peas, mate. There <laughs> Bro, it is. I want Arsenal to kind of have this type of mentality where you can find these gems like Mitoma and Kukureya and Veltman and Trossard. You can find these gems, right? And look, they don't all work out, and that's the risk, right? But if you purchase 10 guys for less than $10 million, and one of them nets you 80 million and the other guy nets you 20 and the other guy nets you 30 you are now above spending 100 million on one guy yeah you know what i mean so i would love that but i think what what brighton has to do with this 80.17 million dollar now purse they have this now positive income they have they have to use that to pay you know fees uh to pay uh their players and to go find more right Whereas if you're Arsenal, you can now spend that $80 million on a player because you, you have the commercial partners to do all the other stuff. So you balance out the, the, the purchases by saying, all right, you find a couple gems, and that allows you to, f- to go buy a star if you need it. Right, right. And I think that's where Arsenal need to be, and I'm being told that I'm th- I have a small club mentality when it comes to Arsenal. Yeah, I would say the. But I also don't want Arsenal to be like Real Madrid and only. And although Real Madrid is good with the books, only, or like let's say Barca and just survive simply by buying. Well, all clubs can't have a small club mentality because the way the market is, right? You know, if if Burnley uh, are asking a in in a transfer, if Burnley are interested in a player and they make an offer, and then. Uh, if they make an offer of two million, and then um, Manchester City makes an offer for that same player for twenty million, that there is the or not even that make an offer. Say Manchester City is even interested right. in that player, the, the team is going to be like, oh whoa, Manchester City is interested. Let's go. Let's try something for twenty. Maybe he's that. Maybe that's why he's actually worth if Manchester City is interested. So it's just a the the. 
it's like a I don't know. It, some of these clubs are just the the, the company. You just, if you just think of them as big companies, right? They 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 have to spend just to even be. They have to spend more than the smaller companies just to even be involved because because they're gonna get gouged even more because right. they know we know you got it, and that's that's just the nature of a club success, a business success. I mean, you know, we talk about these clubs and their history, but they're tremendous tremendous brands and bring in lots of money for a lot of people so at some point it becomes impossible to do business the way brighton does business because then you also end up getting gouged a lot like what arsenal is uh experiencing where we just talked about but if you had look everton went through a period where they were like yo we're gonna spam baby Huh? Half mm-hmm. a billion Dutch baby, right? We gonna spend a couple <laughs> Dutch babies. <laughs> they could use a bro. Put a Dutch baby in defensive midfield. <laughs> but if you were, if you were, uh, if you're as an Everton fan, you probably were happy that they were spending on players. Obviously, it didn't work out. But wouldn't you be a little bit happier if you were, if if I don't want to say if you were a Brighton fan because clearly you would be. But wouldn't you be happier if they had this sort of system that Brighton does? Where you can build players that are great, you have a good academy that are coming. Some players are coming through, but mainly you're able to go out and find these gems. Wouldn't you be more excited than just that sort of period of buying big, if, even if it had worked out? Of course. I mean, I don't think that's a complicated question. I'd rather have that than I'd rather be Brighton in sixth place with a whole bunch sure. of money rather than where Everton are. So that's. I, but that's why I brought this up to begin with because I think what Brighton uh, has done. Um, somebody did ask the question, do you think, uh, I forgot, uh, a nice co-brew said, uh, you think Grand Potter regrets leaving uh, Brighton? And that's a great question. And I don't know if it's, I don't think, I w- the, the answer would be no, but because the brand of Chelsea is just so much bigger than the brand of Brighton. So for his career and, and to be in the upper echelon of managers, you have to manage a Chelsea. You have to manage a City, Arsenal, Real Madrid, and maybe that, you know, can can get him to a, a a a position in coaching that he never thought he could even ever achieve. So right. the, I don't think it's any regret, but there's so many factors in 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 how the, the team, the players, the the the, and just how much money they bring in, the brand, how much kits you sell, all this other stuff. Those are all factors in how it affects the transfer market and stuff like that. Right. So Joe Whitlock put, can Alexis put you in a new club today? <laughs> hey, listen, if they walk on the lot, they want to buy. We got to do like a, a you know, car dealership commercial <laughs> for, for, for clubs. Remember uh, the one I posted of the Cuban guy? He's like, there's people back credit. There's people with back credit all over the road. Have you ever uh, seen this? I don't think I've seen this now. Oh my God. I'm going to look this up. Okay. Um, I want to do uh, something... Fun, something different that uh, we haven't done before. But I don't know if you guys have heard of uh, Chat GPT, everybody. So we're going to get everybody, put your IT hats, put your nerdy hats on. How do I send this to you so that you have it? Um, You can, you should DM it to our Twitter. That would be the... To our Twitter. Yeah, that would be the best way. Uh, But, um, so Chat GPT, uh, if you don't know, it's an AI... Uh, chat bot that essentially answers uh, anything, any questions. You can have conversations. It's you, AI, dude. It is AI. But there's a there's been an interesting thing because people have been saying that this is going to upend. Uh, Kevin just called me a nerd. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you got you got one of these. Wait, is this? Oh my f-ing god! 
That's what you. What a nerd! <laughs> we gotta get you, Kevincho. Thank you for the contribution to our what, show. What about my Kevincho impression? I thought I did a pretty good job. I, I, I mean, I thought it was fine. I bro, don't, fine. I even got wanna? the inflection. <laughs> Alexis wants one of these, bro. Every Thank time you. he does. <laughs> Give me a little pat on the back, bro. <laughs> they called you Pele AI. Uh, Nick Red said, "Are we gonna be forced?" To <laughs> so, so no, I wanted to bring this up because. If you haven't used chat, you're we gonna be forced to look at a spreadsheet. <laughs> bro, they got you down to down to a T, bro. It's it's it it is pretty incredible. Uh, and I recommend people mess with it if they haven't. But um they have been saying that ChatGPT is going to replace everyone's job. So anything you could uh, uh, possibly, uh, you know, any kind of industry, it's going to sort of upend everything. And one of them is saying it absolutely is comedy. They've said it can it can change comedy because it can write whole sketches or it's scripts. It's going to change comedy. It's going to make a bunch of unfunny people steal jokes from AI. <laughs> So this is what I wanted to do. I wanted to we can work along with the chat and 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 put in a couple prompts in here to see what we can get. But apparently, and I, I tried this a little bit before. You can you can have ChatGPT tell you jokes. So I thought we should try and, and try to come up with soccer jokes, football jokes with ChatGPT. No one's done this before. Mm. So let's see what what AI can come up with. Uh, in when it comes to the the footballing world, so um, so uh, so let's like start a uh, a simple one, um, uh, uh, Messi and Ronaldo, common, you know. So I, I'm gonna say, right? Uh, can you ask it who is better? Okay, well, we can do that. Yeah, why are you trying to make it uh, have it do a, an essay? Do, no, no, I'm, I I said I was trying to uh, get it to do jokes. Oh, okay. So, uh, so I'm gonna say tell I'm gonna say tell me a joke about Messi and Ronaldo. Okay, so let's see what it comes up with. Is this working? An, An error, error code. If the, <laughs> it's not working, uh, <laughs> shouldn't AI be able to fix itself? It's not working. I it, I guess it's down. No. <laughs> this was the big thing Bro, oh man this you should have seen what he told me before we started this is gonna be crazy well i wanted to do this segment and it completely <laughs> is not where i guess chat gpt is down damn all right I'll, I'll keep an eye on it to see if it works but no it doesn't look like it's working um damn we're experiencing we're experiencing exceptionally high demand please hang tight as we work on scaling our systems Damn, bro. No. <laughs> DJ31 said, Nerd, uh, nerds and sports never mix. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even want it, bro. They're like, yo, you can't. We can't let you do this. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Kavincha said uh, that ChatGPC is just unfunny. Uh, Soccer Tech said, good idea, bro. I tried. You know, don't say I didn't try. He did try. <laughs> um, okay. So then, here, we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll see if that works. But in the meantime... Oh, yeah, we got to open something. We got to open something because I don't know if you remember uh, during the World Cup, we were uh, we were blessed to be joined by uh, U.S. men's national team midfielder Kellen Acosta, who just captained um, the U.S. men's national team in their friendly uh, the other day. And we were having um, candies. He was a, a big fan of like 
gummy candy and sour candy, and we were we gave him a bunch of treats, and one of them was Smart Sweets because he said he's a fan. Right, right, and uh, so we mentioned Smart Sweets on the show, and Smart Sweets saw uh, saw that clip. Mm. And they were like, yo. Someone's Chris- finally talking about us. <laughs> they were like, yo, Christian. And they're like, no, it's not deriding us. <laughs> they were like, yo, Christian, uh, we love the fact that you're talking about um, smart sweets. So they sent your boy a full, a full smart sweets care, care package. package. Bro. So if you're keeping track, I got sent mumbo sauce <laughs> and Christian gets sent smart sweets. Let's go, healthy gang. We out here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, how do you do how do you do caramels with just one gram of sugar though? You do it correctly. But caramel is <laughs> melted sugar. Which one you want? You want to do the cola gummies? Ah, uh, you know me, I love cola gummies. Let's see. I haven't had. I don't think I've had these. You got rares? What do you mean rares? Couple of rare joints. Couple Sour of- blast buddies. Like Pokemon, bro. Go. How you I'll feeling? give you credit. How you feeling? A little too much cinnamon on this one, but this feels like it feels like you left the regular cola ones in the car in a summer day. <laughs> okay. I don't know what they use for gumming, because I'm assuming these are vegan, right? They don't use the pig gelatin? Um, I don't think so. No, they do not. Soluble corn fiber. Plant-based, gluten-free. Plant-based. So whatever they're using doesn't have the same elasticity as the inside of a pig's bone. Bro, that's the, 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 the slogan is kick sugar, keep candy. Bro, we're doing it. I'm gonna try the sour blasters. Okay, I like those. I've had those. One of my favorite things about sour candy is the chemicals that are on the outside of it, the uh, citric acid. You like? Okay, so you love the chemicals. Got it. I love the chemicals. Okay, if you guys signed up to listen to a show and it's just a smacking on gummy candy, I apologize, but you know what, smart sweets, these ain't bad. All right. It worked. ChatGPT worked. The smart sweets break did it. So I asked ChatGPT, I said, tell me a joke about Messi and Ronaldo. And it said, why did Messi and Ronaldo stop playing cards together? Because Ronaldo always took all the clubs and Messi all the diamonds. If you want to (laughs) go... Triple platinum with a comedy album in Argentina. <laughs> Just say this on stage. This is not a good joke. I think we've confirmed that. This ain't bad, bro. Oh, look at this. We've converted him. I don't think you have. <laughs> but after you eat like four of them, you start to get a little sour. Let's go. These are like, I feel like this is what you give to dogs to keep them busy, though, because it really gets stuck in your teeth in a way that most gummy candy doesn't. No chemicals. That's why. I need them chemicals, bro. <laughs> So, put write an MLS joke. <laughs> write an MLS joke. Okay, let's go. Um, write a joke about MLS. It might think it's the realtor thing. Or maybe I should put Major League Soccer. Put MLS, see what happens. All right. I know this is Prime Show, but 
Why did the MLS player cross the road to go to the... <laughs> did it finish? How did we break AI <laughs> twice? I don't know what's going on. Oh, wait, to go to the other side of the field and score an own goal. This is actually a good one. Bro, this is actually a pretty good Apple joke. Apple going to buy this. <laughs> Chat GPT. That's how a, you get cooked. Yo, I, we didn't say roast MLS. Wow. <laughs> Put a um write a joke about Slatan Ibrahimovic. Okay. Tell me a joke about Slatan. I'm going to open the caramels if you don't mind. Don't open them all. We're going to have to finish them immediately. Why? They go bad? Save them for tomorrow. They go bad? I mean, if a package is open, you just leave it. Put it in the fridge. Okay. All right. That's all right. Zlatan Ibrahimovic. That's you. Why does Zlatan Ibrahimovic go to the library? To get a better... The tension also is very comedy-like. Yeah. What's it? It's really, it has to process all this stuff. To get a better cross. I guess you mean like a cross reference? <laughs> Maybe. Should have put church. I mean, he is at a point in his career where he can really only score on crosses and headers. That's not but bad. Not, a, you don't it doesn't to slap a, like the MLS <laughs> one did. Okay, look, we're comedians. Not everything you write is going to be great. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know. Chat GPT, you're doing your best, but you know, this is why you see comedy's hard. This is why you need. The Cooligans to write all your comedy scripts. You know what? Tell it, make a joke about the Cooligans. Let's go. Let's see what it says. Tell me a joke. If this has Bilal Hussein in it, I'm walking out of this room. <laughs> okay, tell me a joke about the Cooligans. Bro, even AI won't know who we are, dog. Let's see what AI knows about the Cooligans. What is this? Just go through uh, uh, Google? How does it learn stuff? Oh no, bro! This thing ain't even returning anything, bro. Let's see. I think it's just assuming to use it. Why did the Cooligans start a podcast about soccer to bring humor to the beautiful game and give fans a reason to laugh? <laughs> That's the funniest shit ever, written. bro! Hilarious! Wow! Bars! Y'all need us. Got <laughs> GPT. That's it. This is where we got to end up. This is where we got to end. Hope you enjoyed our first ever AI. Segment, they're taking over. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna be replaced real soon. ChatGPT will be the host of the show tomorrow. Um, but the uh, oh, it says weird. It's delayed on y'all side. Oh, that's right because there's something with the screen. Sometimes I think it's something with OBS. We don't we don't see it as as fast as they do as the stream does. Oh, right. ask GPT. Oh, actually, do that. Uh, will Bilal Hussein ever play in the Premier League? Or uh, no, that's not how it. good will Bilal Hussein be? I mean, what, what I don't know. Okay. Uh, how good will Bilal Hussein be? You might want to put a space there. Okay. Let's see. It sucks that you guys see this. It is difficult to predict the exact level of success someone will have in the future. It will depend on various factors, such as work ethic and natural ability. Opportunity uh, and luck. <laughs> so, ChatGPT is very realistic and reasonable. So, Wow. 
Bro, okay. what, what stock should I buy? It's not, it's not, it's not, <laughs> Chat GPT is not a magic eight ball. All right. It doesn't know any, everything. You um, never know. You never know if it uses like some type of sabermetrics thing, you know? We don't know. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll test its limits uh, uh, further. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. Another fun and ridiculous episode of The Cooligans. We'll be back tomorrow uh, with shouts to US uh, covering all things American soccer. And uh, again, shout out to Smart Suites. Thank you so much for the lovely gift. We, it's uh, delicious. We appreciate it. Um, and as always, make sure you join the Patreon, patreon.com slash soccercooligans. We've got a couple new members uh, who joined that I want to make sure I give a oh, shout yeah, out. Oh, yeah, that's right. Let's give a shout out to some shout of our new members. Um, we got Alan Gomez. Uh, thanks to you. Shout out uh, to joining. Um, uh, Sin, Sin Bitset. Sin, Sin Bitset. Uh, also, Dave Geisbrecht. I'm gonna say Giesbrecht, but do you know Dave? This is um, this is was our tour guide uh, at at Universal. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Dave <laughs> was very kind to Dave. <laughs> also, hey Dave, if you're watching, since you're now a member of the Patreon, uh, check out my wife's YouTube channel. You're all over it. She videotaped the tour. All right, all right. made a nice little. Uh, or you will be on it. Sorry, I saw the video already. <laughs> you but, will be on it. Uh, a cool thing. Uh, we were talking to Dave when we were there, and he mentioned that he was from. Uh, Omaha, mm-hmm. and we said we did the um, we did, we, you know we did we did the show. He's from, obviously from Nebraska, and we did a show in, in Omaha with along with Bug Eaters and everything. Yeah, Dave sent me uh, he sent us uh, uh, a picture, and I'll show you this picture that he sent. Uh, yeah, why, why I are you gatekeeping a, this I photo? Could, I, dude? I just yeah, because it, it it disappeared in um, in Instagram, um, but he sent this photo. Uh, you you can't see it, but I just want to surprise Alexis. But look what he's holding. Where did he get? <laughs> he's they, holding the um, uh, bug eaters, bug eaters jersey, jersey with, with our logo. With our logo. He didn't. He didn't know who we were. But he has that jersey. But he has that jersey, and and he took us on the tour, and it's just a completely serendipitous thing. And he was like, "Oh, I just noticed I had this." Um, small world, right? <laughs> so, Bro, you know what I just figured out? What? Dave runs ChatGPT. That's how it knows, dude. <laughs> if if some people may be new here, they may not be aware. Bug Eaters FC is a uh, a club in uh, in Omaha. Uh, they, they were playing in Lincoln, Nebraska, but the the founder of the club is from um, from Nebraska, so he he wanted to start a team there. Uh, uh, great, great dude. Uh, so he he was a fan of the show. He was a fan of the uh, the Cooligans, and he was kind enough to make. Uh, if you look up Bug Eaters FC. The sleeve sponsor is us. It is our logo on the sleeve. So the team was, they. I don't think they're, they haven't played this year. They were playing for a couple years. I don't know what the status is right now of the of the team. Yeah, I think because of the leagues shifting around. They've right, had right, to, right. But for like, for effectively about like three years, we were the sleeve sponsor on this team, on the home kit, the away kit. Uh, it was surreal. You know, people say we don't, we don't support lower leagues. And I said, bro, who... Buy me another podcast that has allowed the owner to put their logo <laughs> on the sleeve for free. Exactly, we gave him, we gave him the uh, ability to do that. So, uh, very very small. I've world. got these smart tweets all uh, over my teeth. <laughs> thank you to everybody who's joined on Patreon, and shout out to Dave, our tour guide at Universal. Shout out to Dave, you ever bro. need a tour at, at Universal? Get uh, your money up, bro. <laughs> first, you got to do that, and then Christian <laughs> at first was like, "I don't even think I want to do this," and I'm like, "Bro, it's like 10k," and he's like. So, and I'm like, that's the only reason I'm going. <laughs> it's yeah. exclusive. I, I was, I mean, this was after the, the Premier League fan fest. I was unbelievably tired. And it kind of 
It, it was a little bit dangerous to do what I did because I did go. No, no, no. It's not dangerous to take the tour. It's dangerous to do what you did. Yes. Which is essentially work on your feet for eight hours straight. Yeah. And then go on the three craziest <laughs> rides they have back to back to back without taking a break. I went. And we're not waiting in line. We're in a private tour. So Dude. my guy's like, I want to do this. And the whole tour's like, bro, we don't want to. And he's like, come on. The Velocicoaster. I love roller coasters. Some people saw the Instagram story. Alexis didn't want to ride any of the roller coasters. That's not true. I took the E.T. ride as OG. <laughs> um, I'm also... You know, let's just say that I had a really bad knee and I was not going to test it on these rides. So I did not want to go on the coasters. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want to I don't want to chance being injured. Um, so I'm like, I'm not going to go on the crazy rides. And Christian, all he hears. Ah, ah, <laughs> I get on. Uh, we went on that. The Harry Potter. It was, it was Incredible Hulk. So, no, the first time it was Harry Potter and then uh, Velocicoaster. But you were on the motorcycle, right? Yeah. All we see is Christian. Me, Helene. I was with your brother. You were with my half brother. Yeah. Right? Um, who everyone on my on my uh, on my Instagram was like, bro, I didn't know you had a son. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shouts to Nico, uh, the homie. Um, but yeah, no, whatever. He's my brother, bro. That's blood, that's blood right there. Whatever he needs, he got. He can ask, uh, and I'll just borrow it from Christian. Um, but yeah, you went on it with him, and all I saw you have to go in, in pairs. Yeah. So Dave went with you, right? Um, so uh, my my brother Nico and his uh, old roommate who lives in Orlando and works at Universal, yeah, right. he was like, "Yeah, I'll go on the tour." I'm like, "Why are you here? Why would you go to work on your day off?" But I see all me, Helene, and Donna were like, "Oh, when do you think they'll pass it?" All of a sudden, I see you like this, not holding on to the handles of the motorcycle on this ride. It was so it was fu fun. But I got I went on it was that so funny, and you learned very quickly. Having uh, having to wait online for roller coasters, bro. That's for the poor's, and we're not that anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's actually, it's kind of a yeah. good idea. It might be good for you. Yeah, these a, are yours. Yeah, this yeah, is what you rings. wanted. Those I gotta great. try them. The peach um, rings. But because of the tour, we didn't have to wait on any lines at all. Literally, you. It doesn't matter if they, it could be a two-hour wait. Skip bro. it all. You right in front. Not an issue. You actually go through like. Back doors, you go through the exits. Yeah, yeah. You're like, there's like employees eating lunch. Like you see, you know, I don't know, Spider Man. I don't know who's <laughs> who's Universal <laughs> Studios. You see Harry Potter yeah. eating eating fish sticks. You know, so uh, you go right to it. Skip all the lines, and I uh, get on the Harry Potter Harry mm. Potter ride. No, great. Uh, and then go on the Velocicoaster. And Velocicoaster is literally one of the most insane roller coasters I've ever been on. It was. So dope. You ever get a chance, go on it. What you skipped is more people get sick on the Harry Potter ride than any other ride in the park. Is that true? Mm -hmm. Something about the way it goes left to right and then upside down. Okay. More people get sick on that ride. So you did that, and five minutes later, you are strapping into the Velocicoaster. Yeah. Yeah. And the human body's not made for that. <laughs> so Velocicoaster was fine. It was, it was intense, but it was fine. And then after, I got on the Incredible Hulk ride. And then that one was where I almost passed out. I, I know you. It was bad because you came out and you said to Helene, I think I almost passed out. And I said, Christian, you're talking to me. <laughs> and you were rubbing my belly. And I was like, if you feel something kick, <laughs> let me know. Unless just, I knew you were a little messed up. It was, uh, yeah, I nearly did pass out because after it, it was, it couldn't have been more than six, seven minutes from getting off of the Velocicoast to getting on um, the, the Incredible Hulk, and it was just it was just too much. I needed I I could have used a forty five minute hour break on a line before I got on there, but 
Very, very fun. Just to Dave, if you guys get a chance, if you ever work for NBC <laughs> at a Universal Studios event, they're going to tell you, hey, you could do a private yeah. tour if you want. Do it. It's, it's absolutely not, awesome. It's not insane. I think for like six people, it was something like 4K. No. I think three to five people, it's like 4K. Okay. And then anything above five people, it's like eight to 10K. Yeah. All right. So, I mean... You know, we got. Look, you know what? That is? It's okay. more K than we got. <laughs> we don't. We don't have that kind of. If you're the, you know what we right, got? Right. We got okay. That's what we said because that's what I said to that tour, bro. Okay, because NBC and Universal are you know the same company, so they they didn't really they we we didn't have to pay anybody. Yeah, nothing came out of our pockets. Oh, that's not true. We tipped Dave. <laughs> right, right, right. Apparently, well enough that he joined our Patreon. Let's go, Dave. We appreciate go, Dave, you. Bro. All right, we'll tip you if you just no. I'm, you know. What <laughs> uh, all right, everybody, we got to bounce it. This show's been going on way too long. All right, we'll see you tomorrow. Uh, shouts to us, uh, one p.m. Eastern time on YouTube, and obviously the podcast will be available to you. Uh, you're listening to this, so you already got it. You're all good. But tell your friends about uh, the Cooligans and join the Patreon if you have not yet. We will see you tomorrow, everybody. Peace. Love you guys. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.